Welcome to the Lisa Fisher Said Podcast. I'm Lisa Fisher, a longtime broadcaster and journalist and now health coach in Arkansas who's been in front of a microphone or a camera since the 1980s. I think of myself as the queen of Arkansas media. For this episode, I'm talking to Dr. Lisa Wiedemann, the carnivore doctor on social media. She has a great story about eating the way our ancestors ate, reversed her health issues and her weight problems some 13 years ago. If you need a life change, stay tuned. You'll be inspired by her knowledge and her story. You'll get to meet her right after this. Hi friends, I have great news for those of you who like to save a dollar when you shop for supplements. Well, I think that's everybody in the audience right now. You can do that with my people. I say they're my people, but you know, it's where I get my supplements and hormone testing at compounding at cornerstone.com. It's Cornerstone Pharmacy and Compounding here in Little Rock, Arkansas. But what Brittany Marsh, the owners made available is for you to be able to save a few dollars when you're shopping. Now, all of their supplements or all the ones that I like are online. So you'll go under shop. I'm, I'm on the website right now looking at the different options you have. And you can get the Adipolene 2. I think that's the one Brittany really likes. People like it for weight regulation. I'm especially fond of the Adrenal support capsules they have. This is from Pure Encapsulations. If you know about the line, it's outstanding. Adrenal Health is another line they have there. They've got the Goalie apple cider vinegar gummy. So tons of things. You'll save 20% when you shop. And don't forget that they also have the hormone therapy. And because they've been providing hormone, bioidentical hormone replacement therapy, and in this business a very long time, you can get one of the tests and consultation and also save 20% at check out with the code Lisa. All the information is in the show notes, but I can tell you this, when you get a minute, go to compounding at cornerstone.com and start shopping. Hey friends, I want to talk to you now about what they do at Ralston Family Farms. You know, they've been a longtime supporter of the Lisa Fisher Said podcast, and I've been a longtime customer of theirs. These are the people who are in North Central Arkansas, Atkins is outside of Russellville, part of the Arkansas River Valley, beautiful part of the country. And what they do is beautiful. The products they put out are amazing. And it's the rice and it's the grits and it's something your entire family will enjoy and likely at your local grocery store. If not, talk to your grocer about it or go to their website, RalstonFamilyFarms.com and you can order some or you can find grocery stores that have it. But let's talk about what they do. Now, they are very concerned about the environment. And I know that because of the way they employ these regenerative practices in their farm to be sustainably minded. Now, this is a big family. It's Tim and Robin, mom and dad. It's their three kids and Brittany, even the daughter-in-laws involved and the grandkids. They're all part of the farm in the mill and they work hard on your behalf as bringing out, putting out a very good product, but also the state's behalf because of what they do with this regenerative farming. And good news for the birds, they actually flood a portion of the fields in the winter for those birds migrating south. So they're always thinking about what's best for the state and the environment. And you know it in their products, RalstonFamilyFarms.com. She won most talkative in high school, and she has been running her mouth ever since. Welcome to the Lisa Fisher Said Podcast with your host, Lisa Fisher. So this is what we do. We start talking to the people who are thought leaders 
when it comes to uh, your health and food. And Dr. Wiedemann, that's how you came to the carnivore diet, wasn't it? Absolutely. I, um, I, I had a rough road of um, myself dealing with uh, weight issues my whole life, as many of us have. And I had overweight parents, overweight brother. I struggled, I guess, by the time I was, you know, maybe fourth, fifth grade, realizing I was chubby and I was wearing the husky size. Wait, wait, wait. And that was before it was culturally acceptable and normal. Yeah, there was no normality about you were being... you were the only chubby kid probably in fourth or fifth grade. Well, you get teased, mm-hmm. you know, and I wasn't I wasn't obese by any but, means. But just but chubby. I, chubby. Yeah. I wore the husky and the, yeah. the sear sizing. Yep. And um, so that led me, you know, through the whole thing of just trying to figure out how do I not be chubby and as a as a child, you know, and then um, it kind of just segued into started gymnastics and then i was like wow i cannot be chubby into gymnastics right. and then it started falling into just a little tinge of over restricting food mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. having problems with that and then um and then just going crazy because i didn't realize that at the time but i was i was addicted to carbs and sugar and processed food and uh i i totally didn't understand it. I couldn't understand why I couldn't have one helping of lasagna or one helping of mac and cheese. I wanted two or three. And then, you know, I'd keep going back in the cookies and just kind of what, from, from what I hear now from, I've been coaching for about a dozen years of people who suffer similar food addiction and not realizing that is actually what you had. But um, yeah, I, for many, many years struggled, you know, and you try to do every diet, the, the, you know, from the cabbage soup diet to trying to look up what this slim fast thing is and, you know, reading about all sorts of different things and just from one thing to another, nothing, nothing calmed down the fact that I actually had an eating disorder. I just wanted to eat food and sugary food, bread, pasta, cookies, ice cream. So you you're, it. you're putting that under the eating disorder umbrella then? Your desire it is an eating for those disorder. It is. it is. I mm. mean, when you look, um, I mean, you could just, you know, walk, walk in and down any street and see the people waddling. They have an eating disorder. I'm sorry. They're not just lazy people who eat too much. Right. I agree. You I have, agree. there's, there's an actual addiction to this and to different degrees. You know, some people who are alcoholics, they might be, you know, you can, there's far extremes of alcoholism mm-hmm. too. There's people who drink two, three glasses of wine every single night mm-hmm. and don't want to miss it and can't miss it and get cranky if they mm-hmm. miss it. That's an alcoholic too. Mm-hmm. And so all the way to the far extremes of it, right? But um, food addiction is, is, is rampant because there's food addiction specialists, experts that are hired full-time on staff at these large food companies and their whole purpose is to make the food as addictive as possible by making the exact right combination of salt, sugar, and fat, which, um, you know, carbs and fat are not natural in, 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 on earth, you know, and as a natural food, it's, it's not a natural combination. And, um, it fires up the dopamine in the brain and it fires up, um, a lot of, uh, different chemical reactions and from the studies that are out there it's uh eight times more addictive than cocaine sugar is they've done studies putting the mice in the cage and 
getting them addicted to the uh, sugar and then or, and then the cocaine and then the mice just keep going to the sugar and ignore the cocaine. They've got them addicted first on that and then once sugar is introduced, they keep going right to the sugar. So this is a serious thing and it's not it's not out there as an addiction and it's not out there in the world to like where people actually realize it and and that's why it's so difficult to overcome it it's so difficult why because when you're addicted to any other thing heroin cocaine alcohol cigarettes and people know that you are in recovery from it nobody goes up to you and says oh you only live once why don't you have a <laughs> right, shot right. let's just have one shot yeah right oh you only live oh you know what Oh, this cigarette, man, this thing. Have you ever tried these? Mm -hmm. Like nobody does that. But with food, it's totally different. Everybody's, first of all, they think you're insane, you know, for um, actually restricting yourself from carbohydrates and sugar. They're like, refusing. That's not healthy. Yeah. How do you think that's healthy? Yeah. Your cholesterol is going to go up. I just heard that today at lunch when I had my double hamburger patty with no sides, no nothing. They're like, right. we'll, we'll put, we'll substitute that for a salad. We'll put fruit. And I'm like, no, I'm good. I just, I'll have the two right. meat patties. Usually I even ask for fried eggs on top, but I didn't today because I think we're busy talking. So do the food, the food companies push this hyper palatability? We know what that is. We know the definition for that. It's the extreme right. use of mix of carbs and fats. And so you get the dopamine hit. What goes up must come down. So after you've had the dopamine hit and then you come down then you start back over, don't you? Yeah. And then you're in a downer. And, you know, for, for people, it's interesting. Addictions in general, people are seeking comfort and they're trying to fill a void. Right. And, and that's why we use substances. And, uh, when you go to something for whether you've got stress, anxiety, anger, um, boredom, you know, there's so many different reasons why people will turn to their favorite friend, the the food binge. And it's, you know, it, it's one of those things where people start doing it in secrecy. And they don't want people to, you know, they don't want anybody to watch them binge on food. And um, it it's very, it's a very serious thing. And people, a lot of people don't talk about it. Um, and a lot of people don't actually realize that it is a true addiction. But um, and then, yeah, if you try to tell people, you know, if <laughs> when it's really interesting when like what, what just what you said, people will say that to me as far as, well, you might feel good now, but wait till you have a heart attack in five years. Right. And to that, I say, well, you know what? I could name four cardiologists right now that eat this way. And I'm pretty sure they don't take their heart health lightly. Neither mm-hmm. do I. Right. And I've looked into this and I have an advantage. I mean, I've been an optometric physician for over 30 years. I have the advantage of being a medical professional. So people don't quickly, um, you know, maybe they'll, they'll say it behind my back, but they don't to my face denounce what I'm doing. But you know what? Um, I tell people, you don't have to explain yourself. You don't have to explain all the amount of research that you've done into figuring out what's the healthiest for you. Uh, you don't owe anybody an explanation. And for that matter, I, th- I think really what, what it comes down to is, uh, for the most part, um, people have their opinion and they don't, every, there's cognitive dissonance because we are brainwashed by the media. For sure. You got to eat 
grains. You got to have fiber. I go, really? I haven't had fiber in 13 and a half years now. now. That's, have- that is shocking. When Dr. Paul Saladino in his book, The Carnivore Code, says you don't need fiber. And then he had some research and I can't remember Dr. Fung or somebody else did. I was just reading it. Why have we been duped then on this fiber push? Yeah, it's interesting. And it all, a lot of it comes down to these little studies that might have gotten cherry picked, just like Ansel Keys. Ansel Keys was the big culprit way back with the, um, with the saturated fat causing heart disease. And hypothesis. before that, remember, he did the Minnesota starvation experiment where he had human guinea pigs, you know, conscientious objectors who were cutting off their own limbs because of the extreme hunger. And he just said, tisk tisk. And wanted to use that. In fact, he want, he pushed the calories in, calories out after that flawed science. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's very difficult and it's an interesting journey. I mean, now at least there's been this big keto explosion. Yeah. So it's, it's more known. And then there's the whole, there's, there was Atkins and low carb. Yeah, and that's keto. true. Those you were know, so it's, keto. Atkins was keto, wasn't it? Yeah, well, Atkins, actually, the first two weeks of Atkins, he has what's called induction. Yeah. And induction was really, in his terms, I believe it was under 20 grams of carbs. And most people through the first two weeks basically did carnivore, which, you know, is is basically, you know, meat, eggs, and, uh, you know, bacon, butter, water. All the good stuff, right? All the good stuff, right. right. And then then with Atkins, though, you're then allowed to, um, as you get close to your goal, you're climbing the carb ladder. And there's so many people, I don't know if you've run into where people say, oh yeah, I did that Atkins years ago. Yeah, it worked great. I lost a ton of weight, but I, I gained it, it all back. Right. right, well, why? Because you went back to the carbs and then as soon as you get a taste of the bread and the yeah. pizza and yeah. the pasta and the ice cream, all of a sudden you're down in the ditch and, you're, and people are not realizing it, the reason, it's because you're actually addicted to it. And, and that's, that's my, um, I, I kind of make this point with the whole keto movement. I think it's awesome because a lot of people have cleaned up a large percentage of their diet with the keto movement, with eliminating processed foods um, and eliminating sugar and, and grains. Um, but there's a, there's a side of it where it kind of got lost where business and money came oh, into it sure. and companies that are now all you see as soon as you walk in a store a costco a grocery store it's keto granola it's keto crap. bread it's and ke- and it's all garbage it's all garbage and people are hooked on guess what artificial sweeteners yeah because that's what's allowed in there the stevia the monk fruit <sighs> i tell people get it out of your yeah. diet do not touch that stuff why because it keeps you addicted to the taste of sweet it really, truly does. And if you really want to get free of cravings and free of binging and free of that, that draw to constantly eat that, you have to eliminate it. It's, there's, there's no moderation no, of that. It no. has to be abstinence. Um, so you were talking about being down in the ditch, and a lot of times we think about that as the, the weight regain. But I also think, too, someone like me who's still fairly new. This is September recording this. I started July the 18th. Listened to his book, Carnivore Code, um, driving on a long trip with my husband. And we just, our eyes popped out of our heads. 
Um, but with that, we were for a while doing a little treat meal where we would have something on Saturday night that had either wheat in it or a grain, right? Girl, I tell you, after those, that chip and dip I had the other night, I had such a headache afterwards. The ditch now for me isn't the fact that I want it again because I don't. The ditch for me now is I feel so bad after having it that I'm, I'm, tr- I'm trying to be a grown-up and say, it's really not worth it. Did you ever right. feel that way if you had something that was on yeah, the forbidden so, list? So, so what happens is, uh, you know, when, when, you're, when you're into this and you're feeling good, and then you're in a situation where um, everybody's having something, yes. or you're, mm-hmm. you're invited somewhere, and all yeah. they're, they're serving lasagna and garlic bread, yeah. and it's like, well, well now what do I do? Yes. I can't have it, yes, but boy, yes, do yes. I want it. And then you make an excuse to have it instead of saying, you know what? I'm really kind of full or my stomach just doesn't feel right, mm-hmm. but I love to just sit mm-hmm. and enjoy your company. You know, you can, nobody has control but you, what you pass through your lips, right? But uh, in, in going back to what you just said, uh, you know, I think pe- the, the lucky ones like you had a reaction, a headache, a, a GI issue, or something happened yeah. when you go back to the food. Yeah. The other ones, not so lucky. They're like, oh, dang, that was good. And then, well, I had a cheat day. Let me have a cheat weekend. And the cheat weekend turns into the cheat month. And it's like, well, the holidays are coming. I'll just wait until January. (laughs) Yeah, that is, it turns excuse after excuse. But isn't it also the rain barrel effect that I, the corn that was in that, those corn chips, I hadn't had corn in months and whatever else, right? A little at a time that probably... I didn't realize how sensitive I was to these things because I always, I know, I would say, I don't have celiac. I have all these other autoimmune conditions, but I don't have celiac. I can eat wheat and there's probably wheat in something I had the other day. Um, But I also wonder too, if it's a rain barrel effect that a little bit, a little bit chips away and then one day it's going to, and it's going to be too much. And all these things, uh, the bottom line is they cause inflammation and and it's cumulative. And that's what I think is one of the very sly, sneaky things about sugar, grains, and seed oils, which are the trifecta that I say yeah. absolutely everybody, no matter whether you want to go fully animal-based animal and fly your freak flag like I do, or you just really want to clean up and, and be healthy. Because there's a lot of information out there that plants have toxins in them. Plants are out there to kill you because plants want to keep themselves alive on yeah. earth and not be eaten. So isn't they that have, a whole interesting Yeah. They um, have a chemical defense thing? mechanism. Yeah. yeah. It's 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 really interesting. Um but I I think what what happens is there's not an immediate penalty for eating all this trash garbage we'll call it we call the sad the standard american diet right the sad diet and i like to call it the standard atrocious diet yes um and and there's tip you know that's why this this that's why our society has gotten sicker and fatter uh is that there isn't an immediate penalty you know with heroin you can overdose and kill yourself pretty quickly with alcohol you could crash your car or you could black out get in an accident there's penalties and there's people around you that will will call you out on this behavior but with food no people are laughing and eating it with you yeah and think you're crazy if you're not exactly and and the inflammation that happens over time some sometimes it hits people as early as their 20s and they get 
if they're lucky, they get Crohn's or IBS or colitis or arthritis, and it drives them to seek an answer if they're lucky. Or the other thing is the lucky ones get really fat because those people are also driven to find an answer because they're like, man, I don't want to look like this or feel like this, and this is horrible. So those people are driven. But the other ones who are not so lucky keep going and keep eating the SAD. And eventually, once they hit 40s, 50s, you know, the old, oh, don't get old. This is what happens when you get old kind of thing. No, no, no. This is because you've been eating shit. Whoops, sorry. Crabs for 30 years. Yeah. And it's finally the inflammation has built up enough that now it's expressing itself as cancer, dementia, arthritis, hypertension, diabetes, PCOS, all the things. PCOS. So what was your your aha moment said, I've got to do something. I have a genetic predisposition for this. I'm going to break the cycle. That's what we are. We're cycle breakers, right? Yeah, I couldn't. What was your first relief? But what did the scale do? And then what was your first physical relief? Not just that you weren't in size 14s anymore. You're in size sixes, but like for me, just getting off plants, my hip bursitis gone. And I've been chasing chiropractors and physical therapists for a year. All I need to do is remove plants and I feel that I'm back to normal. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, I mean, I, it was, I, I had a 30 year horrible, horrible um, road of dealing with an eating disorder. And wow. just, I, I couldn't get out from under myself. Here I am. I'm you know, I was going to grad school to become a doctor. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm a, a smart, intelligent woman here. Why can't why, I figure this why out? Why can't I figure this out? <sighs> right? And I struggled. And it wasn't until I, you know, thank God for the Internet. And I was up, you know, at midnight surfing the Web, just seeking an answer. And I happened upon the forum Zeroing In on Health that was run by Charles Washington. It was a group of people who had gotten kicked off of the low carb Jimmy Moore forum, <laughs> living la low carb vita. Yes, whatever. with that was... crazy guy, that Jimmy Moore. Yes. Jimmy Moore. Yep. Yeah. And so this group of people, Lucky Charles y'all. Washington, yeah, <laughs> Charles Washington and this group of people had a thread there because they were like, they all were like, gosh, you know, we were, the, we were successful with Atkins induction and I'm just going to not stop Atkins induction yeah. and keep going. And then they started reading you know, Owsley Stanley readings, he had been doing carnivore for like 30, 40 years. Um, Then reading uh, Fat of the Land, the Stephenson, um, and Not by Bread Alone. And there's so much literature that actually way back then, this is 2009, um, that was available to start really researching and understanding this. And they got kicked off, and so because <laughs> so, it wasn't so low was, carb, it, right? There was shadow banning even before it was cool to shadow ban or exactly to censor people on tech. We thought that was just an election. No, it's any thought. Listen to this, people. It's any thought process does, do, that doesn't fall in line with status quo. You're banned. Done. Now think yeah. about that just a minute. Anything you follow, if it's banned, then you ought to go harder for it because there must be truth. Well, that's what I say to people. I say, do the opposite. I said, they tell you to 
they tell you to slather on sunscreen, right? Please. I'm like, right. do, that means do not use sunscreen. That stuff is toxic <laughs> chemicals. Oh, totally. Our bodies need the sun. We need to get sun in our eyes. We need sun on our skin. Well, wait so, a minute. Looking at you, people who aren't watching YouTube, beautiful blonde hair, blue, blue eyes. W weren't you told all your... See, I'm protected. My Russian Jewish heritage, I am protected from sun, from skin cancer, you know, to some extent. But you probably wore that crap for years. Yeah, yeah, because that, of course, you know, you're you're supposed to put sunscreen on, and um, and yeah, so, so I'm just just in in the whole trend of what we were saying of of do the opposite yeah. of what we're told. You know, you're told to you know eat margarine and avoid butter, and you're told to oh not eat red meat yes. or saturated fat. It's bad for your heart. Nope, actually, that's about all I eat. Yeah. Okay, that's literally about all I eat. Like ninety percent of my diet is is beef, beef and lamb, um, sausage, bacon, eggs. Uh, that that's a pork belly. <laughs> that's, oh, that's we need to discuss pork belly. I just got some the other day at Costco because they had it. You know, it looks like fat bacon. So I yeah. put it in the oven for about an mm, fifty minutes, about twenty five minutes each side. I put some spices on it. It didn't change my life. What am I doing wrong? All right, Lisa, it's your lucky day because at 9 a.m. this morning, I just published a new YouTube video with my absolute favorite pork belly uh, <laughs> method, and you're going to go crazy over it. Okay. Crazy. We will it's put that amazing. in the show notes. Yes. It's, yeah, it's called the Hive Cut pork belly method and okay you can do it in the i do it in the air fryer you can do it in a regular oven and all right it's phenomenal. so is it crispy what's my goal what's my what's the end game crisp crunch well so for me yeah and you'll see when as okay. soon as you as soon as you click on this video you will see and witness what this stuff looks like it's amazing it's it's crunchy and crispy but you know almost candy does it caramelize no, not like okay. that. No, but it gets a nice crunch and it's nice and fatty because you really want the fat. I eat about 80% of my diet um, is fat and 20% protein. That's so I, I, I really go for fatty ribeye, fatty yeah. pork belly. So you um, try to eat the fat then when you, absolutely. after you sear it in this, because I do a sous vide. In fact, I did my sous vide and after we hang up, I will go down to my kitchen and get my iron skillet and my butter um, and sear on both sides. But then when I cut off the fat and slice it, you're saying you take that, do you chew it and eat it? Yeah, or or you can throw it in the pan and fry it up in some butter. Okay. Or you don't even really need butter, but yeah. it tastes really good fried up in a little extra butter and yeah, crisp it up. If if it grosses you out to eat no. it, you know, no. trim, I'm tough. just trimmed off. I'm tough. Now, do you, so a Southern thing is the fried pork rinds that we get in restaurants. And I have a, I have a dealer for everything. I have a dealer for my beef. I have a dealer for my butter. I have a dealer for my raw yogurt. I mean, I need a pager number, really. Like, I, I wish I, I was down in Louisiana uh, about five or six years ago, and I was in my glory with these fresh pork rind things that, that's you it. know, so no, I have up here, up here, I, the pork rinds are what you get in a bag and no, they're like, mm -mm. you know, no, they're horrible. No. Those taste right. terrible. These right. I put but, in lard and they're delicious. So pork on okay. pork. So when you purchase them, though, they're already fried and crisp. No, I get them from a restaurant supply company. 
but I don't okay. know. I don't know if the the public can do that. So I have my dealer who gets it for me, and they look like little cinnamon toast crunch. If we're talking carbs and sugar, right? They're little bitty squares, and you put them in the lard that's three hundred fifty degrees. I use my candy and thermometer, they, and then they pop plump up right? in about twenty four seconds. And then you yeah. take the yeah. scoop, put them out, and all the salt and pepper that you want, and your teeth break. But it's worth it because they crunch. Sometimes they don't crunch great and there's a little hard spot. But, girl, they are so good. And you could put your ground beef on that. And do you do yeah, any or, dairy? Yeah, I do because I tolerate it. Ultimately, do I feel dairy is not ideal? Yeah, that's kind of my thought process. But, boy, I'm, you know, I have a love-hate relationship with it because it's hard for me to get rid of it. But... It can be inflammatory in many people. How do you know and, if it is? Because I, I, you know, I said that wheat didn't bother me until I got off and I had it, but I've not noticed anything if I remove dairy and reintroduce it. I don't notice inflammation. Do you think I'm, and I am a Hashimoto's patient. Yeah. Do, do you think I'm in the clear? Yeah. Well, so, I mean, you're still fairly new to this. I would, st- yeah. I would still ride it out at least six months solid okay. and get your feet firmly planted in this whole way of eating. And then at that point, if, you know, because you can, you can reverse and heal Hashimoto's oh, on I this. Took, now, I have reversed, I actually have reversed my high antibody count, but I attributed that to all the sunshine I get now. My vitamin D is finally at 55, and the higher your vitamin D is, the lower your antibodies get. If right, everything, right. if your C-reactive protein's low, my fasting insulin, right, right. long-time intermittent faster. So I've worked real hard. But a lot of Hashimoto's patients will, there's a, a don't list, and theirs is often wheat products and dairy and eggs. And see, I love eggs. Eggs don't bother me at all. Yeah. And, you know, the egg thing for, for a lot of people, and, and some of this comes down to the whole leaky gut and microbiome yeah. issues yeah. that we've ruined over decades of eating our, treating our bodies like garbage cans. Yeah. So we, we, we have developed this leaky gut, which then ultimately starts developing into all of these autoimmune issues. But um, so most people, I mean, some, some people have to eliminate the whites and they can do fine with the yolk. And then yeah. some people can eat ghee, but not butter, uh-huh. you know, if you're removing uh-huh. the, the milk proteins. But in general, um, the other downside of dairy is that <laughs> There are casomorphines in cheese, and they, think of the, hear the word, it, yeah. it can be very addictive yeah. to some people, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's hard to stop, and boy, can I fry up some cheese and, and eat that, uh, you know, it's mm-hmm. just amazing, the halloumi or the bread cheese, they mm-hmm. call it, and mm-hmm. um, so there's, there's that issue, and as far as, like, immediate reactions for some people who do react to dairy it's typically like a sinus or post nasal thing or acne got it and and that's an outward sign like yeah you really don't tolerate dairy but that's not to say that you know once you get fully solid into this you should do a six month experiment and say i'm not eating dairy and that's really hard for most people because they want to put cream in their coffee yeah. mm-hmm. um and and for the most part you can do dairy free but keep butter in um, because butter is really kind of a different category than a lot cream of people say that yeah cream in the coffee and cheese but i still i still keep cheese somewhat in i have crumbled blue cheese that sometimes i will add 
um, to my ground beef or when I'm at a restaurant, I'll get a blue cheese and bacon burger. You know, I kind of go to heck with myself. Wow, I'm getting cheese. Woo! Living on Woo-hoo. the edge. Yeah, but I try to not have a full brick of cheese in my refrigerator because I can you would keep, eat it. it keeps calling yeah. my name. It's yeah, morphine. And- now go back to your weight loss, um, recognizing, because step one, obviously, is recognizing you have the problem. You have the problem. Then people want to know, but how much weight did she lose? Yeah, well, so when you have an eating disorder, you can really hide all of That's your binges true. very true. well. Yeah. So, um, but what? So I don't have those amazing before yeah. and after mm-hmm. transformation Tuesday mm-hmm. pictures that people mm-hmm. post on social media. But this changed your but, mindset. Oh my your, gosh, your, I I can brain. tell you, I you know, it uh, eating disorders are are really difficult, and it's it's just. It was because I couldn't stop binging on food, you know, and that that's that's the problem. But, you know, once I found that group and I was reading in there the forum of these two women who were back and forth saying, yeah, I'm a sugar addict. I'm a food addict. And once I came to this, I I was able to live a normal life. I was able to get rid of the cravings and. Yeah, it was, it, and that changed my life. It, it was, was freedom. March 9th, March 9th of 2009. Well, I'll never forget it. And congratulations. Yeah, and it's um, it's been a very uh, rewarding journey for me because I'm, I'm just passionate now to try to spread the word and help as many people as I can because I know how horrible it is to be in the grips of sugar and carb and food addiction. I love to talk about the good work they do at David's Burgers, not just inside the restaurant, but outside the restaurant. Now, okay, let's first things first, let's talk about the food. The food at David's Burgers, the best burger in the state of Arkansas. My husband and I have been eating there for, well, 10 years. That's when they opened. And I can go in and get a meal without a bun because I'm not going to eat the bread. So I can do that. Then I can have the fries. And then if I really want to live it up, Have some ice cream at the end. It's a place you can take your family because it's very family friendly. It's very affordable and it is very delicious. Okay, the reasons you go to a burger place are those three reasons, especially if you have kids. Now let's talk about why I love supporting them. It's because what they do outside the restaurant and it's their charity efforts. People know them as an institution because um, two generations here of people flipping burgers Mr. David, of course, being the senior in this, but uh, Alan Bubbas and his wife and kids, they support the fostering programs in the state of Arkansas. The call is one of them. There are several groups and adoption services because they've walked that path. So I love that about them. And I love the fact that they really train up the kids and the young people who work there because it's the best friendliest service of any restaurant. Check them out online. Definitely go by their davidsburgers.com. So what were your first meals? Did you start with a T-bone steak and butter and bacon? Um, yeah, you know what? Back then, they it was emphasized to eat fatty meat. Um, you weren't supposed to eat boneless, skinless chicken breast, you know, and, and, and just... Which are really hard. If you think about it, it is flavorless, boneless, skinless chicken breast. We just didn't know it because it was maligned, and we, and now we realize chicken thighs, I don't ever eat them, but they would be the better of the two, because it uh, fat yeah, exactly. has flavor. Right, right. Yeah, now, so I pretty much, I I, I specifically remember, now this is 13 years ago, but I, I, there, I was a period of time where I would have 
I wasn't really hungry in the morning, so I just didn't eat because that's what we always said. Don't eat if you're not hungry. Yeah. And then I would get hungry around, I don't know, 10, 11, 12. I'd eat a porterhouse and then I'd get hungry around five, six yeah. and I'd eat another porterhouse. And boy, I just dropped to a lean, awesome body weight. Like I just felt amazing. I felt like I was on top of the world. And honestly, Lisa, I wanted to at that point scream it from the rooftops. I wanted to like, I just, I wanted to, uh, you know, but then I realized nobody really wants to listen because everybody wants to eat their crap, you yeah, know, that's and a you're good not point. very, you're not really popular when you went, but you know, I, I could then understand, I, I figured out very quickly who genuinely was hurting inside and wanted an answer for themselves and wanted to listen. And, and then I would, you know, I'd, I'd be the hand there to say, look, this is what you can do. And this is amazing. And you will change your life. And you will, you will look back and say, oh, my gosh, if I had only found this. And I think you'll probably agree, Lisa, because I yeah. said the same thing when I was 44 when I found this. Right. So I said, oh, my God, if I had found this when I was 20, because I had already suffered from about the time I was about 14 years old. Right. So. I was just so... Now, were you PCOS or any other metabolic syndromes? No, with I was, I was um, probably borderline diabetic, you know, at, at that point. Um, but I was fortunate that I, I, I didn't have any outward expressed... Um, I, you know, what I do, I will say, though, from my years of, you know, garbage can eating, <laughs> yeah. treating myself like a garbage can, I'll say... Um, I definitely had some sort of uh, either IBS or celiac, mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. I would get such, I would get a little bit of a distended stomach, mm -hmm. a bloat, a pain that would last for a few hours, and I could figure out what I ate, you know, it was that kind of thing. So I definitely had some sort of gut issues going on, and um, it, it really, you know, I, the, the, the hard thing about this, this is really... I think the crux of this, because you could say you and I and Saladino and Sean Baker and Kelly Hogan, all the people who are really prominent and, you know, in this, this, you know, world of bringing the truth out of what we should be eating instead of the, you know, we won't get into politics, but they want the masses, you know, to be mush. Oh, so yeah. the, the masters and the elite eat meat. And they want the masses to eat cereal and grain mm -hmm. and plants mm -hmm. and bugs and mm -hmm. you name it, right? Um, but the big issue is, forget about all that. How about just people wanting to eat and drink the brownies and the apple mm -hmm. pie a la mode and the pecan pie and the ice cream and the pizza and everything? People, people love it and want to eat it, right? So you have to be motivated in a big way. And I, I, I say, and I, I know Christy Nichols, Christy Code Red Nichols is this one who I heard this term. You have to have the why that makes you cry to, to really do mm. this. Because, I mean, realistically, when, when you say to somebody, like, I, I, have, I eat meat, eggs, a little bit of seafood if it's served somewhere or I have it. It's not, like, it's not a big part of my diet. But basically meat and eggs, a um, little bit of cheese, lots of butter. And is, is my diet right and they're like oh my god i could never do that what do you mean i you know i love salad i love vegetables i love but no 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 you know what it's not this so much the salad and the vegetables that you really love it's the salad dressing 
that actually has sugar in it and uh, soybean oil, which is a seed oil, which is toxic right there. Uh, and then, you know, what else do you, do you not want to give up? Well, pizza and nachos and, mm -hmm. you know, whatever, anything and everything, calamari at the restaurant, whatever mm -hmm. it is. People don't want to give up their food because it's enjoyable and they're addicted to it without actually saying it and knowing it. So who's really going to do this unless you have your own personal, like for you, from what I'm, I'm learning about you, it's Hashimoto's, uh, achy hip. It's like That's you right. have to get to that point where you're like, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. And then, you know, when people say to me, oh, you can't have that, can you? And I say, no, I can have that. If we're at a birthday and there's birthday cake, right? You can't have that, can you? And I go, no, I can have it. I just choose not to. It doesn't make me feel good. And, you know, so it, it really has to come down to this, this really inner desire that you've researched enough to truly know that this is the way to health and longevity. And without our health, we have nothing. And so many people will say, oh, well, you know, when you hit your 70s and 80s, it's just, you know, this is what happened. I'm like, no, I'm going to be hiking mountains, hopefully when I'm 90. Right. Because I am not eating these, these inflammatory foods. And, you know, seed oils being the top of the list. And we, I know we touched on that a well, little bit. Well, but let's go into seed oils, uh, because before we got started, we just were kind of gabbing. And then I said, nope, hold that thought for when we start recording. <laughs> yeah. And that is how... So when I went to lunch today with my friend at a good restaurant and had the double cheeseburger patty, I assume they cook it on a griddle and they're using the animal fat that's been there. But you're saying they may incorporate toxic seed oils into their cooking. Yeah. yeah. So restaurants are, are just an absolute number one, you know, culprit of, of this because it's cheap. So aside from the food industries, aside from the big food conglomerate companies putting it in everything, why? Because it makes it shelf stable, it's cheap, so it lessens the cost of things, right? And so, and it also adds to the addictive quality of it. So there's a- Oh, it does? A big, yeah, because it's the fat, the salt, and the sugar together. Uh -huh. So um, now the restaurants took to using it because um, basically because it's cheap, okay, it's flavorless because it goes through like an eight-stage chemical process to remove the odor, to remove the cloudy color, and to remove any off flavor. So it goes through hexane and, oh my God, like if you, you can go on YouTube and watch the process that they, they do to make corn oil, soybean oil, canola oil. It's all very similar. And there's a little yes, heart on it. It's yes. heart healthy. It's alive. But yeah, yeah. So there's, there's, it's, it's horrible what it goes through, and it's toxic. And before I, I, I add to that as far as the restaurants using it, let me just say because I've really delved deep into this because being an eye doctor, I have um, a lot of patients that have macular degeneration, and vision is know, definitely affected by high insulin levels. Yes. And so, um, but macular degeneration in particular is, is so, I mean, I've been in practice 30 years, 30 years ago, it wasn't the way it is now, even like I've noticed a huge increase and there's one in three people over the age of 75 have at least the starts of macular degeneration. And remind me what that one is. Cause I don't know eye so, stuff. Macular degeneration. Macula is the, that, that, spot in our eye where our central 2020 vision is 
when we want to look at see something, we point our macula at it. We have okay. to we have to look okay. at it with okay. our macula. Got and it. macular degeneration is a um, a devastating um, eye disease. And there's a dry form and a wet form, but they can both lead to um, significant vision loss. And so there's a Dr. Chris Kenobi. He's an ophthalmologist who. He, it's K-N-O-B-B-E, and you can put a link to his website because okay. I'm sure you'll get some commentary because there's so many, even one in 11 people over the age of 65 has macular degeneration. Mm. So this is very prominent. But so cure, www.cureamd, cure, C-U-R-E-A-M-D dot org is his website. Okay. He spent eight years uh, doing research. He pretty much gave up his clinical practice because he was so passionate about trying to wow. look at this whole thing. And he is 100%, 100% convinced that it was back in 1910 when um, Crisco and margarine and these seed oils were introduced into our food system and they significantly got more and more and more into our food system. Now you cannot basically you know, I tell people, don't eat anything that comes in a box, a bag, a bottle, or a jar. Or with a barcode. Dr. Bickman says barcode, if yeah. it has a barcode, too. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, because you mm -hmm. just want to eat, basically, I see meat and eggs, mm -hmm. fatty meat and eggs is mm -hmm. where it's at. But so it, it's it's pervasive. They put it in everything because of the, the shelf life and because of making it cheaper. Well, those keto products that are at Costco, everyone thinks they're so holy. And they've got 19 ingredients. One of them is often. You have to look, but yeah, you'll see it's sunflower one of them. oil. Yes, yeah, sunflower oil. Right. Or I'll say high oleic sunflower oil. Mm -hmm. And then people think, oh, well, that must be healthy. It's sunflower <laughs> and it's right. high oleic. Like, right. you know, people don't have any idea. Oil, oil does not belong in our body. It just does not. There's nothing natural about oil. Oh, that's oil a good way to Oil has to be manufactured. That. Okay. Yeah. Oil is not something you, you know, pick up off the well, ground or off the tree. Except for olive oil. Right. Well, now that still has to be pressed out of the olive. Now, let me go into the olive oil situation because that's very common for somebody to say that. Well, what about olive oil? Olive oil's healthy, right? Well, they have done um, some incognito testing and found 80% of olive oil is adulterated with garbage to, to make it cheaper. Canola oil is cut into the olive oil. It's not written on the label. Oh my. I don't know whether it's the mafia involved or right. who's involved in it, but the olive I, mafia. Right. I don't trust any oil whatsoever. Zero. No you know coconut why? oil then? No avocado no, oil? No. So coconut oil and avocado oil are, again, there's those, it's, it's, no, well, it's in the category with olive oil. People are like, well, oh, what about coconut and right. avocado? Mm -hmm. Well, they actually had an avocado oil where there was zero avocado oil in it, and it was all uh, canola oil or whatever the crap We've been oil duped. We have been so duped. So, so you do butter, ghee, lard. Butter, yeah. Bacon fat, bacon, bacon fat. trimmings, mm -hmm. tallow. There's a great Wagyu um, beef tallow where you can get right on Amazon. Um, yeah, that that's that's really, I. but you know, I tell people what, well, because most people eat salads, so they have well, what am I going to put on my salad if I can't eat oil, right? Well, I'm like, well, don't eat salad. Leaves are the most toxic part of a plant because that's the part they're Aren't trying to. Aren't you glad that salads are in your rearview mirror and we don't have to or go to restaurants and order them anymore? No, I'm so glad. I'm yeah. so glad I don't have to eat any, any of that. I used to chew and chew and chew and chew. And then I'd get a piece of steak that was about that big and they would always put the worst piece of steak on it. Now it's nice just to say, can I have a hamburger with two eggs on it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
So, so another thing about the seed oils is if anybody listening says, oh, okay, I'm going to make sure I look at the labels and not have seed oils anymore, right? Well, okay, that's, that's awesome. That's an awesome first step. And, and just remember, if you stop eating any speck, any drop of seed oil today, you are now, today's your hard line in the sand, you stop. Seed oils have a 680-day half-life. That means you stop today, 680 days from now, half of it that's stored in your body fat. Are you kidding in the, me? In the cells of your, the walls of your cells is half of it is still there 680 days from now. Okay. And then another 680 days goes by and then you're down to a quarter of what you've got stored up in your body because this isn't just oil that just you eat and you crap it out like this isn't no this stuff why is, is that how is that you, humanly possible i know it's because every the cell wall is is made of lipid it's a fat right. and so it absorbs into it and that is why that is why it's now thought that they are the culprit of not just of of heart disease diabetes dementia alzheimer's anxiety depression it absorbs. Our brain is very fatty. This stuff yes. is absorbing and it's very inflammatory. These oils in our bodies are foreign and inflammatory. Okay, then why can't we have an uprising like we did with tobacco and we enough people finally stomped their size 10 Jimmy Chews and said, I'm yeah. not having it. Why hadn't well, you know, know you know why you know why though? But here's 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 the uprising that actually happened years ago. Let's let's take the instance of McDonald's. McDonald's used to fry their French fries a long time ago in beef tallow, yeah, which 40 is years really ago. healthy, mm -hmm. really healthy. Yeah, beef tallow. Okay, yeah. you know where the uprising came? There was a gentleman who um, had a heart attack, and then I believe he was reading into the Ansel Keys. <sighs> Uh, saturated fat thing, and he was responsible for getting the entire McDonald's chain to change it to healthy vegetable oil, okay? And then it just snowballs from there because then, well, this is cheaper and this is this and that. I will say, and then, so let's, let's talk just what we touched on before we, we hit the record button about the restaurant thing, because yes. people are like, okay, so I'm not going to, I'm going to read the labels, and I'm not right. going to buy anything with the oils, right? And um, and, and then you've got to remember, though, because it's in everything, even a loaf of bread, you know, and, and chips and everything. Right. So you go to a restaurant. OK. And you think, OK, I'm going to eat this fatty meat, egg, healthy yeah. diet that we're talking for about. Sure. Right. And I'm going to order chicken wings for but I'm going to make sure they're not breaded because, right. of course, we don't want the breading. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to have naked chicken, chick, chicken wings. Right. So the chicken wings come and you think you're all well and good. Well. Guess what? Those chicken wings were deep fried in oil back there in the kitchen, okay? Along with the French fries and the calamari and the fried shrimp, right? Everything. Now, not only that, not only that, because then you could say, okay, oh, wait, let me just back up to the chicken wing thing, though, because I happen to love chicken wings. And so you can make them yourself, you know, just season and put them in the air fryer or in the oven. They're awesome. But if you're out, Buffalo Wild Wings, that national chain, yeah. fries their chicken wings in beef tallow. And I have called and Shut confirmed the front that. Door. Yep. No way. Yeah. All the other chains, Wingstop, nope, oil, 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 oil. But, but then the oils but, they serve it with are poison. 
in Buffalo Wild Wings, yeah, the the yeah, you don't want to get the ranch or the yeah. Parmesan garlic. Just gooey bring them stuff home and make your own oil. Yes, exactly. Or just eat them or with the dry spice. They have nice little uh, salt, vinegar, pepper, uh, dry spice that you can sprinkle on there. But but yeah, so that's that's just a a little tip I like to give people with that. But but like people who think that, oh, I'm going to order my healthy salmon, you know, and and I'm telling you, I've, I've videoed it many times and I've spoken to chefs. But I've been at a place, you know, sometimes my friends and I will, will sit at the bar and eat dinner and I've got a direct line yep. into the kitchen. I watch them pick up that squirt bottle and squirt it in the pan that they're cooking your healthy salmon in. These seed oils that are toxic, okay? And you think you're go, you go, to, go out to breakfast and I'm with my friends. Well, okay, I'm going to get the, the, meat, the meat lover's omelet, right. right? It's got bacon, sausage, and ham, and I'm ordering the meat lover's omelet. Okay, well, and I'm going to say no potatoes, no toast, no thank you. I do not want the fruit that you're offering either. I appreciate it. Just bring some extra butter and a side of bacon, and I'm good. But here's the thing. I say, please, you have to let them know I'm allergic to oil. Use that allergy word because okay. that's, that'll, that'll hit it. I'm allergic to oil. Can you make sure that they have nothing on the, the grill or the pan that they cook my omelet in they can use plenty of butter, but please no oil. And they, they will, sometimes they'll actually come back and say, you know what? The grill has had the oil on it, so that's, they're afraid. I go, that's I'm okay. Thinking. Just wipe, wipe, wipe the grill. I'm like, because I'm not like, well, like right. really fanatic right. about it, right? Just, just wipe the grill and use butter. It's fine. Um, and, uh, but it's really, and you could say, well, now you're going overboard. No. But I'm like, you know what? I don't think so. I'm not. My dad, my dad was practically blind from macular degeneration. He just passed last week uh, oh of cancer. Oh my gosh, I'm so yeah. sorry. Yeah, cancer, diabetes, Parkinson's. All, all the things. Macular degeneration all, and obese. And I, I say, I, you know, I'm, I'm on a mission because my parents didn't want to listen to me. Yeah. Uh, you know, this wacky daughter that eats right. only meat, right? right? And if only they had known and only had listened i you know but i say you can lead a horse to water but you can't make them carnivore that's exactly right you have to have your why that makes you cry and he did at the end i'm going to say two months prior to his death he was very concerned that his vision was significantly worsening on a daily basis as he explained to me now what can i do well dad same thing i told you 10 years ago stop eating sugars grains and seed oils you know but it's, so you it's would hard. say those are the three biggest those are the three offenders that's the that... three biggest things and then you know and that that would that would make a huge change in the majority of people's health and if you can't wrap your brain around the cognitive dissonance that you have regarding fruits and vegetables that yeah. everybody knows they tell you to eat seven yeah. to nine servings right. Mm-hmm. of right i'm going to tell you i've had zero fruits and zero vegetables for 13 and a half years I and i am the picture of health okay my it. blood works perfect my triglycerides are perfect i've eaten basically fatty red meat butter bacon eggs for 13 and a half years my my blood work is perfect my blood pressure is perfect I do cartwheels on the beach. I'm 57, had two children. I can still wear a bikini. So I love that. how's your diet working for you? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> that's what right. When people, when, when people come at me with like, oh, are you still doing that meat thing? I go, <laughs> yeah, are you still doing that vegetarian thing? <laughs> I know. 
Uh, I heard Asprey or somebody just recently on a podcast say that the biggest converts recently, they've had this influx of converts to carnivore and it's the former vegans who after he, he has a window of like the first three years, they do feel good because they've cut out the standard American garbage. So yeah, I understand that. And then they're still kind of riding the crest of this honeymoon. And then they wake up at five years, their hair's thin. Uh, they might have acne. Their menopause is for women is atrocious because right. how valuable these uh, protein is for us to get through our perimenopause and menopause. And fat. And fat. And fat because right. fat is so important to our hormones. And that's the other thing. I mean, I, I, I'm going to say I sailed through menopause from about 54 to 56. You know, there's always that like peri yep. period of yep. it. And I, I had no issues whatsoever. Um, and, you know, I, I have the advantage that I had, you know, I guess 11, 12 years behind me of eating really healthy, eliminating seed oils and sugar and grains and, and, and plants and so fruit. Like, wh- what do you do for your birthday treat? I put candles in a big ribeye. <laughs> I'd love to see or, that picture. <laughs> Hey, I, I'll send it to you. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I wish you would. Send it to Darren, my producer. We'll all yeah. use that as your photo for Yeah, I'll send you uh, some pictures. I'll send you some pictures. Um, but yeah, no, there's other things. You can make a carnivore ice cream with just heavy whipping cream and egg yolks. Yeah. Um, and, you know, put some vanilla bean pot in there. So you do know, you make your own mayonnaise? You know what? Or just um, eliminate there, it. There is, there's some great recipes, and I'm actually going to do a, a YouTube video on sauces because everybody misses their sauces. Yeah. They're like, what do you eat with this? What yeah. do you eat with that? Why? You know, and um, so there's a there's a butter mayonnaise you can make that's delicious. There's a oh. bacon fat mayonnaise that's okay. really good. But in answer to your question, I, I what I say is like, I have no use for mayonnaise. Yeah, I just, I, but I, I still, just don't. I like deviled eggs. And sometimes I do yeah. um, the fancy truffle oil with mm-hmm. my deviled so, eggs. And so I still use, because yeah, the, so now, the so other stuff isn't good. Yeah, no. So here's, here's something to think about that's absolutely delicious to, when making deviled eggs. And you might first think, oh, God, really? Just like room temperature softened butter yeah. and a little bit of mustard and mash the yolks in that, okay. and that's your deviled egg. It's it's delicious, and you can even do a little bit of bacon fat, warmed bacon fat, yeah. and and because really the mayonnaise butter. is just a binder if you think of it that, that is way. Exactly, so it. yeah, and the it's butter fat. with a little butter with a little bacon fat, and you know do what do whatever you you know you can put your I have a truffle salt that I use and yeah. throw that in there, and it's it's delicious. Okay. So yeah. Yeah, there's there's always ways around. And to me, that's a heck of a lot easier than using the immersion blender and making the, yes, but, and, you know. Right. And I've but got there's, all a, that. there's some really delicious hollandaise kind of sauce. It's basically, you know, egg yolk. Um, and uh, it, it's really, really good. And, you know, some people really want a sauce. And it's actually an easy, good way to add fat to your meat, too. Well, let's wrap things up. If someone's listening right now, I've been talking to them about it for a while. Um but they need another sensible Lisa voice, not just Lisa yeah. Fisher saying it. Uh, tell somebody how to get started in carnivore and, you know, just the, the quick benefits, the elevator pitch benefits. Yeah. So one thing that I want to say, if anybody listening has has anything that I've said has kind of struck a chord as far as like, yeah, I keep trying to stop eating the cookies and I keep dipping into it or I keep, you know, if you do feel like you you 
keep trying to stop eating these quote unquote bad things and you're having a very difficult time, it, you're not alone. And the best way I say, uh, addictions love isolation and community is the opposite of addiction. So yeah. I, every week I have six hours of um, different Zoom meetings with some awesome people. And um, they, they, we talk about carnivore and we talk about tips and tricks on avoiding triggers and how to handle social situations, how to handle holidays, how to handle, you know, being at a, a work event. And um, just, it, it's just really important to know that um, to, to get over an addiction, it's so important to get involved in other people, like-minded people that are on the path to health like you are. Yeah. So that's, that's first. Um, the other thing is, you know, some, some people say like, well, do I do it stepwise? How do I do it? Oh my gosh. Do I, you know, you, you, you can just rip the bandaid off yeah. and just, you know, and it's going to take three to four weeks of your body adjusting. Don't think that this is not for me. I've got diarrhea and my heart is racing mm -hmm. a little bit. This must not be for me. You know what? This is for all humans. This is the natural human diet. For millions of years, we hunted animals That's right. and ate the fat and meat and organs out of it. We did. Okay, so this is this is not something that's special about me that I do well on this. This is all humans will thrive. Our bodies are meant to heal. Our bodies are not out to destroy themselves. Okay, so you give it the proper nutrition. You remove the toxins, which in my mind is... You know, obviously what I said, the sugar, the grains, the seed oils, the plants, <laughs> the vegetables, and yeah. the nuts and seeds. I, people say, oh, aren't nuts healthy? No, nope, they're actually inflammatory. They're really inflammatory. Um, they're, they're really not good for you. So, um, and I, I know this goes against what, you know, other things that you hear, but. Uh, but don't believe what you hear. That's what we're saying. Don't, I know. Do the don't opposite. Do the opposite. So, 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 you know, how do you, how do you jump in? You jump in. You just say. I, you, and again, do you have your why that makes you cry yeah, or are you just, yeah, or, or are you at the point where you're just thinking to yourself, you know what, I can tell certain things are starting to bother me or change and I, I do, or I got this 25, 45 pounds that I've always wanted to lose and I can't lose any of that, you know, just use it as, as your, your point of saying, you know what, I want better for myself. I want the right. best for myself. There is one trip around the block here. We got one shot at it. You let it go too long. Cancer sells, cancer feeds off of sugar. And cancer is a, a very metabolically active uh, cell and it, it, it just thrives in sugar. And what is sugar? Pretty much every, like a potato breaks down into sugar. A carrot breaks down into sugar. Carbohydrates break down into sugar. It's not just eat, stopping the cookies and the ice cream yeah. and and, and, and the cake, that, right. that's not it. But you know how many people just walking into like Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks and getting these sugary pumpkin latte with this, it's, you know, they put a squirt of this stuff in, you know, what's in that squirt? Nope, you don't know what's in that squirt. Poison, it's chemicals. You. Right. You're, 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 you're spending your hard earned money on chemicals that companies have put together into a box, a bag, a bottle or a jar, and you're in, and you're putting it in your body. So you know, that's why I just say, you know what, once you know, you know, you should, if, you know, if this is hitting, hitting the, the cord where you're like, man, this makes a lot of sense. All right. So just do it. Just when you get hungry, just ha get delicious meat. I, I love ground beef. I love eggs. I love butter. Yeah. I love bacon. I it's love cheap. pork belly. Yeah. What I eat is it's, cheap. 
It's, it is. Not People expensive. say, oh, isn't that expensive? No. no, I don't have to get a tomahawk ribeye when I go out. I can get a, you know, bunless burger, hopefully, a, you know, bacon, cheddar, and hopefully they'll put a sunny side up egg on top of the burger. And that's a perfect meal. And then I go home and if I'm still hungry, I can have some more. That's you know, exactly right. But you're yeah. not going to be. You'll be surprised. No. Your satiety levels will be so as long high. as you have enough fat. You, yeah, you really. It's it's amazing how little food you actually need. We just eat way too much volume. So yeah. So I just say jump in and then start going down the rabbit hole on YouTube. Um, I'm going to be putting out like a whole series of beginner carnivore on my YouTube channel. Oh great! And, I'll link um, but, all of that on my yeah. And I have I have recipes. I have this great seafood medley where it's like basically shrimp and scallops and whatever you want to throw in there and Perfect. butter and heavy cream and bacon and it's delicious well i do wish you were passionate about something in your life so <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm working on it <laughs> I, know. I love it i love your enthusiasm all this in the show notes and everybody get to following and let's everybody let's everybody in arkansas make more pork belly than has ever been made ever because of your YouTube channel. Thank yeah. you, Dr. Wiedemann, for being here. Oh, Great it's job. It's a pleasure being here. Thanks so much, Lisa. Thanks for listening to the Lisa Fisher Said Podcast. Be sure to hit subscribe and download all the episodes and leave a review, won't you? The Lisa Fisher Said Podcast is produced by ClantonCreative.com.